The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus left the place that came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Joses and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor except in their own hometown and among their own kin and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The Gospel of the Lord. Hi, I'm Emily Joyce, and um, I'd like to start by saying thank you to everyone in this church who either directly donated or uh, provided the foundation that brought this group of people together. Um, so our first day down in Houston, we met, with, we met with a man named Pastor Wes, and just to give you an idea of who he is, he is a man of such strong faith in God and scripture that it is radiating off of him, and he is someone that you'd look to surround yourself with because it's like, this guy, he knows what's up. Like, And our project with Pastor Wes was to create uh, hygiene kits, which were bags of toothpaste and shampoo, et cetera. And the next day, we were going to hand out these hygiene kits to homeless people in a tent city. Uh, and Pastor Wes and his crew prepared us for what they called street evangelism. And it was terrifying, to say the least. Uh, they explained to us that we were going to have to pray out loud in front of other people and for other people. I'm 16 years old, that's nerve-wracking. Um, however, I had a remarkable experience. Uh, we were handing out bags to a group of people, and I gave one of the kids to, to one of the women standing there, and she just said thank you, and she was super appreciative. And Nate, who I was buddied up with, he finishes up what he was doing, we wrap up, we pray, we move on. Um, Later on, I see the same woman walk up to me again, and I don't quite know what's going on, but she's very clearly coming, to talk, coming back to talk to me. She gets up to me, and she says, she gets up to me, and she says, I just want to let you know that the Lord loves you. He really loves you, and I don't know what it is about you, but you just need to know this. And she kept, and then she held my hand, so she kept saying, Whatever it is, whatever is going on in your life right now, it is okay, and you will get through this. And when I explain this, I, I think it's similar to when, you're, when you give somebody a hug, and you know they're going through something, and you, so you just hug just a little bit longer because you both know you need it. 
she just kept holding my hands. She's just saying this to me. And I don't know what to say to her aside from, thank you. Thank you so much. This means so much to me. And, and while she's saying this, I almost cried right there in front of her. Um, and when we were preparing for street evangelism, there's the mindset that you're going to bring God to them. But I was wildly unprepared for her bringing God to me. And while this is a wonderful little moment, an amazing story, the part about this that I struggle with the most is that less than five minutes, after she holds my hands and tells me the Lord loves you, less than five minutes later, when Rihanna and Mike were handing out more bags, they essentially catch her in her lie and they say, uh, I'm sorry, we can't give you a second bag. We know that you already have one. It's just not fair. And she throws a stone in their direction. It's hard for me to deal with the fact that the same woman that I had a profound experience with turns around and shows aggression to my friends, like, what do I do with that now? And I honestly struggled with that for a couple of days. And a phrase that I always return to that you may be familiar with when I like deal with stuff like this is, what would Jesus do? It's pretty simple. And I thought, well, Jesus would continue to show kindness to this woman. Jesus would forgive her for her moment of frustration and not let her one poor choice cancel out the kindness that she showed to me. And so this is what I've learned from the woman in the tent city, and I hope that my story can mean something to you. Thank you for your support and everything. Hi, I'm Michael Robinson, uh, and I'd just like to start off by thanking everyone for all the support and all the donations. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have been to the spaghetti dinners and the pancake breakfast. It really means a lot, and it uh, really helps us to go on these trips and other trips like this. So thank you. Uh, now, on the first day, first full day of the actual gathering, I believe it was the third day we were down in Houston, we went down to an elementary school that was damaged during Hurricane Harvey. Water didn't get in, and it wasn't totally flooded. But there was still a lot of damage, and the school was... It just needed a lot of work done, and... Uh, the administrators couldn't get to it. They had other things on their plate, and there were students there all throughout the year, summer and on the weekends, because ha- some of the kids didn't have a home to go to, and a lot of the kids were taking summer school, so they needed this school to just uh, be improved. And we did a lot of things. We painted walls, and we, we painted bathrooms for our projects, and uh, we helped clean up a garden, and we, uh, there was one room. There was a huge pile of books in it, and you couldn't even walk into it. It was a huge mess, and by the end of the day, a small group of people uh, cleaned up all the books, put them in alphabetical order, and organized all of them, and looked like a beautiful library. And it was like seeing an HGTV show, the before and after pictures. It was truly moving and very impressive what we could do with such a small group in one day. So, thank you very much. Good morning. I'm Anna Credinier. And being somewhat new to Upper Dublin, I was a little nervous to go to the National Gathering because I didn't know everyone that was going as well as they knew each other. And each night we would go to the NRG Stadium, which is a huge stadium in Texas where all the gathering activities took place. And the first night at the stadium changed many things going forward that week. Right away, I was able to notice how much energy was actually in the stadium with the live music and the DJ and everyone dancing. And every night I went back, I was amazed by how many people were actually in the stadium. 
because it was hard to believe that there were 31,000 people there that all shared the same belief in Jesus as I do. Um, although the days were long, there was never a moment of boredom on the trip. From waiting in a long hotline to get into the stadium or taking part in service, I was becoming closer with all my friends in the group. One thing that really helped everyone become like closer and more together was the music at the stadium. Because whether everyone knew the words or not, we were all together in the same place having a good time. Another highlight from the trip was meeting many new friends from Trinity Lutheran Fairview Village Church. After the first day our groups met, we really clicked, and we started going to all the activities together and saving each other spots at the stadium. At Trinity Lutheran, there were five girls, including the youth director and um, two guys that two of our guys roomed with. And in the future, we hope to do another project with them or just stay in touch by joining youth groups sometimes. And overall, this trip really benefited me in many ways I never thought it would. Because after going to Houston for the National Gathering, I'm a lot more excited to participate and go to youth group than I was before. And the Gathering has brought me many new things, like all the friendships I've made that will last a long time. And it taught me how to help people in small ways and big ways. And this is a trip that I definitely won't forget. So, thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Rihanna Gonzalez. And a big part of the trip for me was the music. And so every night when we went to the NRG Stadium, we would all sit down and they'd be playing some songs. But then once everyone got there and the entire place was filled, they started to play these Christian songs. And they had like special guest singers and it was really fun. And there's this one group that we sort of made fun of a little bit because of like their their outfits were funny and we're like oh like these people what like what are we even listening to right now this is this is crazy but then the next day they were holding a little concert and so me and Anna and Pastor Diane went into dance a little bit and they to- and they told like a really very like moving story and that I want to get get into detail with right now because it's sort of detailed and but when we were there I thought that if we didn't take an interest into these people and and we didn't go to see this mini concert then we wouldn't have heard this amazing story so I think that even through all the little jokes and stuff it was still really cool that we got to do that and also when we were at the stadium and there were 31,000 people surrounding you, it didn't matter if people were standing up and dancing, like me and Catherine, or, or they were sitting down and not, and not even saying anything, just watching. It just felt like the music was bringing us all together because the lyrics were on the board. Everyone could sing along if they wanted to. And so I feel like even though we didn't get to talk to half of the people there because there are so many, we got to somehow share this experience through the songs by, by doing this with them. And I thought that that was very cool and that it was a really big part of the trip for me. So thank you.
Hi, my name is Catherine Bean. In the evening, we were invited to the large gathering in the stadium. We went there for worship, songs, and to hear speaker stories on how their lives were changed. The speaker who impacted me the most was an 11-year-old girl named Rebecca. She is the daughter of a pastor and sister of two little brothers. Rebecca was born male, but deep down she knew she was a girl. Over her early years, she was struggling with depression and tried to figure out how she fit in the world. With the support of her parents, church, and therapist at seven years old, she presented for the first time as a female. Now Rebecca travels around the world country, speaking with politicians, advocating for the right of transgender youth, and sharing her story so others know hope and can find themselves like her. Rebecca impacted me because, like her, I wanted to to be strong and be able to go out and share about my faith, seeing how she made it through the rough times in life, knowing that God is always have a plan and it will work out. She was really passionate about helping transgender speakers speaking out about hope. The one thing I am passionate about is Chosen 300, when I get to help the homeless. I would like to speak out and make more places where homeless people can go and get help. Rebecca, give me the courage to use my voice. I would like to thank you all for your prayers while we were gone. Hello, I'm Lucina Mira. Um, and the place that I saw God this, the most in this past week was definitely in the people that we were surrounded with, the 31,000 other Lutheran youth. It was just an incredible experience. So, which started off with my wonderful family up here, who I got to travel down to Houston with. Um, some of these people I have been best friends with for years, and some of them I did not know very well. So I was a little bit worried about the comfort level that I would be in, and that maybe as a group we wouldn't work so well together because like different levels like I was best friends with some people didn't know other people basically at all so I was worried about that but not even by the end of the week probably Wednesday or Thursday um, I realized how much I loved every single person who went on this trip with me and what a family and dynamic group we had become which was just incredible and it was cool to see God working through us to combine us as a group and make us more cohesive Um, not only did I see God in the UDLC people that we traveled around with, but we had our buddy buddy church um, who joined up with us on a Wednesday, and it was cool that within one day they were already pulled into the family and became a seamless part of our group um, and just more friends, so it was cool to have that. And not only was it cool to be with these people, but to have just the little connections that were everywhere is where I saw God probably the most, was in the tiny eye contact and smiles we had with all of the people waiting for line and for hours at NASA or in the sweaty crowd trying to get into the dome that first night on Wednesday. Um, It was cool to have these little connections with people all week long. Um, Some of my favorite ones were the plastic goose. Um, There was, when we left the dome each night, as you can imagine, 31,000 people leaving a stadium all trying to get on different buses is a little bit chaotic, um, to say the least. But um, so different people would hold up different things so that each church would know where they, would, they should go. And one of the churches had a large plastic goose as their symbol. And every time that we saw it, um, we cheered and we loved that goose. So it was cool to have that connection with those people. We got to talk to them and take a picture. 
Um, so that was cool. There was also the people from Alaska. There was a couple of groups, or maybe just one from Alaska, who had a very large Alaska flag. Um, and so every time we would see that flag, we would say hi to them. And they all had like such positive energy. And there was one guy there who was giving out free hugs from Alaska, um, which was really, really cool. And then there was also just the free hugs t-shirts in general. So the Lutheran store there was selling um, free hugs t-shirts which I think Rihanna got one. <laughs> and so she, it was cool to be with her when we were walking around and anyone who was wearing a Free Hugs t-shirt, when they would see someone else with a Free Hugs t-shirt, would run up and hug each other. It was like some unspoken command. It was incredible to see like just that positivity and like happiness. Um, and probably the most personal connection that I had was that I got to meet up with my best friend from preschool here at UDLC, who I haven't seen in seven years because um, she moved and she lives in Texas now, but it was so cool that she was there and finally on the last day on Saturday, I managed to meet up with her and see her, which was just an incredible connection that I got to make. Um, so the entire week was incredible, but the place that I saw God the most and overall just working together to create the absolute like area of positivity and happiness that was around every moment of that week was definitely through all the people that I saw. Thank you. Hi, so my name is Solomon Thistle, um, so oh yeah. So what I wanted to talk about was um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, um, there were speakers, like three or four speakers per night, and they kind of um, shared like their life story and what brought them to God and how they, they've used their faith in a way, and I found that very inspirational because I use my faith, you know, like when I'm in trouble or when I'm stressed out or something, and just hearing like how relatable some of the spiritual people who were there, like, and how they use it was very, very um, telling to me. Especially, uh, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, Nadia. Nadia. Nadia um, Bowles-Weber. She's a pastor. I forget where she's from. But she was, you know, sharing, like, how she's Lutheran and why she's Lutheran. And it was very compelling. And she said how she struggled as a teen with, like, addictions to this and that. She said, you know, um, there are like a million reasons why I shouldn't be a pastor, but I am because I want to be and I want to tell my story and I want to connect God with other people through their struggles and what they go through. And that was very telling to me and relatable because like, you know, sometimes being a teen, like you struggle with stuff, but you just get through it because all the things you struggle with, she said, are provide texture for what you will be later in life and how you will grow up to be a child of God and, you know, how to use your faith. And that was very, very cool. And, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, also thank you, all of you, once again, for fundraising and pancake breakfast and spaghetti dinner, all that provided um, what we needed to go on this trip, and it was very useful. Thank you. Thank you. Hello everyone, I'm Darren Reese. Um, I'd just like to take a quick second to uh, thank all of you for um, all the support that you've given this church and every one of us. Um, this trip wouldn't have been possible without each and every one of you, and I just wanted to say a first thank you. Um, for the trip for me specifically, the uh, most impactful part would have to be when we were, um, like they were saying, uh, giving out the uh, health kits that we were making. Because... Oh, 
the uh, main reason that we were giving out the health kits in the first place was for um, for each of the uh, homeless people that were down there um, so that they would be able to uh, um, <coughs> remain uh, clean and um, not <coughs> and not uh, get uh, get ill by any chance and 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 pray for them and uh, and I've and I always typically hear about every, people um, always saying um, how uh, what it's like being homeless, or like people saying that how bad homeless it, being homeless is. But it's a difference to um, actually hear somebody talking about it and seeing it in person for the first time. And and personally, that was very impactful for me, and it really opened my eyes just what people would be. Go- but just what these people are going through, and and I and it warmed my heart just to see to be able to help them in any way I can. Uh, thank you. You guys seem a little more awake than nine o'clock and seven forty-five. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick Namira. Uh, now you may be thinking, oh, ELCA National Youth Gathering. That, Sounds like a week-long church service where you're doing all this theology stuff. And, uh. <laughs> but, nah, we, we managed to squeak in a little bit of sightseeing because, you know, when's the next time you're going to be in Houston? And the places we went, we went to the NASA Johnson Space Center while we were down there, and it was, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, being a space nerd like me, it, it was like Candyland. <laughs> If I'm being completely honest. Like, ooh, ooh, there's the moon lander thing, and, and there's the space shuttle thing, and there's the rocket thing, and the thing, and, th- and that thing, and this thing. Oh, my God, it was amazing. <laughs> While we were there, uh, Lucy mentioned waiting hours to go on the tram tour. Two-hour wait to go on the tram tour. And then, you know, go around and see all the awesome stuff, which was totally worth the two-hour wait, in my opinion. We, uh, among, on the list of things we saw, we saw the Saturn V rocket, which took people in the moon. Uh, in the 60s and 70s. And it's one of those things where you're like, I know it's big, but oh my God, is it big. <laughs> like, you get up there and you're like, wait, that's just one of the engines? It's huge. It goes from, like, the floor here to, like, the bottom of the cross. And there were five of those. It was ridiculous. And standing there at the base of this absolutely enormous rocket, it struck me that, like, everything on this trip was huge. Not just the trip to the Space Center. The amount of people who went to the gathering was huge. The kindness that was shown, that was huge. The compassion, the grace, it was enormous. Everyone at the trip, we may have only done a little bit of service. Heck, for my service day, we went to the elementary school. I carried bags of grass and wrestled with a power washer. That doesn't seem very big. But then I stopped and I considered... There are 31,000 people here, all doing just a little bit. And that combined is huge and makes an enormous difference. And when I stopped and considered that, I realized it changed everything. Thank you. (laughs) Boy, I tell you, they have evolved since 745. That they have... uh, We've embellished, added, we've started to walk around, we've got the microphone. I am so proud of you. They came cold turkey this morning. (laughs) 
And I want to thank Nick, who I know is exhausted right now, um, for that outburst of joy and, at Nassau. But um, we were also at the same lecture. I didn't understand half of what was being said, but I was interested because I kind of lived through it, and uh, some of you <laughs> probably did not. But, um, you know, the John Glenn thing and all the way up. But um, it, was, uh, it was fun to see how excited he was about all this stuff I haven't a clue what they were talking about in math and oh yo yo but anyway also I want to thank Nick publicly for kind of taking me under wing and teaching me how to use my cell phone a little better which every day when we would eat uh, somehow I had a new lesson which was wonderful and then I'd forget it the next day and we'd kind of review it so to be with young people who know how all that stuff works is really a rich gift every day have access to the, my questions. So I've learned how to use my iPhone much better. Thank you so much. But, um, but we're missing one of our, our uh, youth, Nate Russick, who, and we would have had a, we, and of course our other youthful man, Ray Hopkins. But Nate went on to Florida to a scout camp experience, so I don't think he's back yet, maybe. But, but I have to thank him also for buying the Lutheran flag. Now, not many teenagers buy the Lutheran flag, I mean, this big. And he wore it as a cape when we would go into the um, energy center at night. And actually, it was ridiculous. But when we were leaving, I could always find Nate's cape of the Lutheran flag going down all the exits so we didn't lose each other. So that had a certain use. I don't know what he's going to do with it next. But anyway, I am so, so full. Uh, I feel like a proud, um, I don't know, parent or youth leader or whatever to have to have been with these people who have um, I have renewed relationships with on new levels and strange and wonderful levels and sometimes um, so it's been uh, a time for me to also connect on a deeper level with our teenagers and boy are we lucky to have all these people just stand up and speak today uh, was just fabulous some of them are going to have to take a nap but they're uh, they're so stressed but uh, it was it was a gift and I'm so I'm so proud of them of the Lutheran experience we had and I'm thankful for all the donations that helped us get there because to see 31,000 teenagers and people with their cell phones but the little lights on lit all across about four tiers of 31,000 people twinkling as like the Holy Spirit. It was very, very moving and we'll never forget uh, all the memories we just had. Next time it's in Minneapolis, three years from now. So hang on to your seats. Uh, we might have to just go to that one too. All right, thank you so much. You can go back and relax. Shaking hands. When the walls around me crumble, when the ground beneath me shakes. When the skies above me rumble, when my heart breaks, you're there with me, with me. Oh God, you never leave. This changes everything. Everything. This changes everything. This changes. Desperate for a breakthrough, we find hope 
Yeah. 